This is the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Julia Feliciano. I'm a health and fitness coach and entrepreneur who's passion to help you find balance on your fitness journey so that you can stop falling off track on your weight loss goal stemmed from my own eating disorder triggered by myths in the health and fitness industry. You know, things like don't eat past 7 p.m., carbs are gonna make you fat, and you must slave away on an elliptical to lose weight. In this podcast, I debunk fitness and nutrition myths with both brains and sass so that you can finally have a sustainable relationship with fitness, so that you can finally lose weight and keep it off, so that you can stop freaking out if your chicken is fried or grilled and stop saying no to social events because you're on a diet, so that you can finally see the beauty in your physical strength through lifting, so that you can finally have the confidence in your life to be the woman that you really want to be. Now let's get into today's episode. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to WTF Wednesday. A little side fun note here. This is the third time (laughs) I have recorded this segment because the first time I tried recording it and I was making coffee in the background and I use a French press So that means if you're not familiar with French presses that you have to use your stovetop, use a tea kettle, and then put the boiling water in your French press device. So I recorded that, and then when I re-listened to it, you heard the tea kettle in the background going off, going crazy. (laughs) Then the second time, I got up in between, recorded recorded it again, and then I... What happened this time? didn't save it. So yeah, so here we are, third attempt, third time's a charm. In this topic today, we are going to be talking about, do I need to eat every three hours to lose weight? Now, a lot of the times when we think of needing to eat every three hours, we think that it is because of the fact that it is going to keep our metabolism revving and we are going to this metabolism burning fat burning machine because we are eating every three hours now the reality and the debunking right now that we're going to drop is that it does not matter how long you go in your meal preference right you can go three hours you can go six hours you can go seven hours right Um, although I encourage not going a super, super long time, you know, without having a solid meal, but everyone's schedule is so, so different. So that is where understanding that although nutrition can be really generalized, it's also very individualized. So it does not matter how many meals during this time you are eating, right? So sometimes people feel like they have to eat six meals a day in order to lose weight, but You do not need to eat every three hours to lose weight. It is not going to be more superior to your weight loss goal and your fat loss goal and you losing weight than eating in time frames that are a bit spread out. So if you are feeling the need actually to eat every three hours, it's most likely because of the fact that the meals that you're eating aren't actually a quote well-balanced plate. Now what that means is 
that you have a simple carbohydrate source, you have a complex carbohydrate source, you have a protein source, there's fiber in there as well, and then you have a fat source. So little one-on-one, if you're not familiar with it, is a complex carb is going to be things like vegetables, things like oatmeal, maybe sweet potatoes, right? Where a simple carb is going to be a fruit, um, a white potato, a white rice, a white pasta. Um, Let's see, a protein source obviously is going to be maybe chicken, ground turkey, a leaner cut of beef, a leaner cut of turkey, um, and then a fat source, maybe things like avocado, um, cheese, nut butters, things like that. That's what's going to accompany a fat source. Now, with all of that, that's what's going to give you a, quote, well-balanced plate. And that's what's going to allow you to stay full for the longest possible time, is if you are incorporating that well-balanced plate and that you are eating in a way that's going to allow you to be able to sustain it, right? So a lot of the times when people feel like they have to eat every three hours, they're like, well, I want to lose weight, but, you know, in order for me to eat every three hours, I have to take this lunch break or I have to pick up my child later or I have to eat in the bathroom and shovel food down, right? And those are all not ways that you want to live your life. And I know this firsthand because when I struggled with this, my life and my work was very different back then. So I was spending the majority of a day in the office and then also visiting clients. Um, I was a mental health counselor, so I was visiting clients at their apartments Uh, to help integrate them back into regular life after being hospitalized with schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, substance abuse disorders, right? So my life was very different. I spent some time in an office and the rest of the the time I was in my car meeting with clients. And I remember feeling like, oh my God, if I'm not going to eat every three hours, I'm going to gain all of this weight. I have to have food with me at all times, right? And sure, I was prepared Right. But it also gave me a lot of anxiety because when I wasn't able to scarf food down while driving, right, I'd beat myself up. I thought I would gain all of this weight. Then I would actually go longer times without eating because I would get so busy that I'd be so ravenous. And then I would try to just eat whatever was in front of me. Right. So eating every three hours is not superior for your weight loss goal. What's going to matter is that your overall calories are equated for. That's what's going to help you on your weight loss goal, not the fact that you chose to eat every three hours. So find a time frame that works for you, your life, your work schedule, and one that you can stick to. And that's what's going to help you start to possibly see some improvement on your weight loss goal because of the fact that you're eating enough food while also remaining in your calorie deficit that is needed for fat loss. So I know how it feels. It can cause a lot of anxiety. It's so confusing. There's so many different things out there that tell us, right? But the number one thing I want you to take away is that everything will always come back down to what works best for you. Yeah, there's science behind certain things. There's optimal ways. But if you as a person cannot stick to what it is that you're doing, You're just going to feel like you've always failed and you're going to always wonder what it is that you're doing wrong and you're going to spend all of your energy focusing on what you're doing wrong versus what you are actually doing right and what you can actually start doing to make better improvements for the long term. So I hope you were able to learn something from this segment. 
share with me what it is that you learned on Instagram, tag me. I love to know how I help all of you out there overcome these same struggles that so many of my clients have gone through, but also more importantly, similar struggles that I've gone through. And it really wasn't that long ago that I struggled with so many of these different things. So I hope you were able to learn something and now let's dive into today's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. How are you all doing today? How was your weekend? I hope you had lots of fun. I hope you were able to relax to the best of your ability. What did I do this weekend? It goes by so fast. Um, What did I do? And you also know you're getting old when you forget what it is that you've done over the weekend. Um, I'm literally scratching my head. Okay, so Friday, Friday, I hung out with my mom while my husband's brothers were over. Um, And what was really cool about hanging out with my mom that day is we actually went to Uncle Giuseppe's. And now if you've been following along on my social media or on my podcast, you've definitely heard me talk about this topic before. Um, And I share with you guys when I was really struggling with my thoughts of needing to lose weight by really restricting what I ate and by eating perfectly clean. Um, there was an incident that occurred at Uncle Giuseppe's with my mom where I really, really felt like there was nothing there that I could eat and we got in this big fight and she got really upset and I accidentally dropped a cake pop in the puddle, right? And she thought I did it on purpose. Um, so that's a story that always kind of, I go back to and ironically on Friday, her and I went back to that Uncle Giuseppe's, uh, we had lunch at a place next door And when I was there with her, I felt so happy. I felt so calm because I knew that I had been sharing that story a lot on social media recently. She knew it. She even brought it up. And uh, it just felt good to be really present with her and and talk to her. You know, yes, she's my mom. But as I'm getting older, you know, woman to woman and talking to her about things that she's struggling with and talking to her about being a grandma and things that I'm going through, right? And just being present over lunch Um, And then walking over to Uncle Giuseppe's uh, where I got cannoli gelato, which was delicious, um, by the way. And we just walked through the store. We picked up a few items together. And it just made me reflect back on those times where I would have been so anxious walking in those stores, you know, while trying to lose weight because I was, quote, tempted by so many bad foods. And instead of focusing on the time with my mom, I was focusing on not giving in to purchasing something because it was going to spiral into a binge and then I was going to fall off track and then I was going to gain all of this weight, right? So it was really nice to reflect back on that time and, and know that now, you know, five five years later, that that's not our story anymore. And uh, it just felt really, really good. And um, I hope that one day you can experience that same moment of self-reflection when you're able to look at something that you once gone through to now looking at where you currently are, right? And and not feeling stuck in that old story. So it was a really, really cool moment for, for me and my mom. Um, but in today's topic of Lift, Nourish, and Thrive, and within this podcast episode, we are going to be talking about how I lost 10 pounds this year. And it's not what you think. And the reason why I'm sharing this story with you is, yeah, we're going to talk about, you know, the nutrition and the the exercise that was involved with that. But I want you to use it as a way 
to help you learn that sometimes in order to lose weight, we have to take a step back and not fixate so much on what our bodies are looking like, what the scale is reflecting, right? But what it is that our bodies can actually do. Now, within the last year, and it's going on a year ago, um, I went through something that really was my version of rock bottom. Um, I wanted to disappear. I didn't feel worthy of anything in my life. I felt horrible about myself. Uh, I went felt horrible about not necessarily my body, but more of this self-judgment of if I was good enough, right? And as I worked to really try to overcome this self-judgment that I had on myself and work on the forgiveness that was needed in order to move on from what happened, it was, it was life-changing. What helped me was getting back into jujitsu. Now, I went back on a Saturday and my work schedule was very different at that time. Um, so not that I had gained weight prior to this event happening, even though I think I might have. I don't really know. I wasn't weighing myself. I, I'm looking back at pictures and, and I'm kind of able to see the physical difference. Uh, but I was working as a strength and conditioning coach uh, for high-level tennis athletes. And now the hours were weird. They were like 3 to 8 p.m. So I wasn't getting home till about 9 p.m. And then in the morning, I was working as a personal trainer to a, a local gym around where I lived. So my mornings were spent in a gym training people. And then I had a little gap of time in the middle of the day to you know, cook food for my husband and I, maybe get a workout in, work on my business, all of those things. Um, And then from basically from three to eight, I would have to then go be a strength and conditioning coach for these tennis athletes. Um, And I was just, I guess what you could say, my time was very limited. Um, So although I was spending so much time in a gym, I really looking back uh, was not probably getting as much exercise as my body really wanted and and needed during that time. Uh, Because if you are in the field of personal training, you know that it's much easier said than done. Uh, You might assume, people might make the assumption that, oh, because you're in a gym all day, you must, you have all this time to work out, right? Uh, You have a free gym membership, you have equipment, you have everything that you need. But the reality is when you're booked out with clients, like I was in the morning and then at night, Um, you really don't have a lot of time and and sometimes you have to sacrifice getting a workout in to do things at home and that's what I was doing during this time. But anyway, um, what I realized was after I had gone through this um, really life-changing event, I wanted to get back into doing jujitsu. So I specifically stopped working certain hours at the strength and conditioning facility and um, wanted to make that 1 p.m. class on Saturdays. I was being very disciplined with, nope, that is my class. That is my one day. That is when I'm going to get back into it. Um, And it's going on a year now that I've been consistently really doing jujitsu. And jujitsu got me out of a very dark time of my life. And when I am doing jujitsu, I am showing up as a higher version of myself. I am making myself uncomfortable, both mentally and definitely physically. um, And I am just showing up as someone 
who my future self is going to thank me for. And it allowed me within the last year, it was definitely a big contributor to my confidence as a woman, my capability, my strength, right? And it also helped with my body physically as well. And you're going to notice that the first thing that I shared was not what my body transformed into after getting really back into jujitsu on a more serious level, you know, training more than once per week. Um, You're going to notice that the first thing I said is what it did for my confidence. Now, it completely allowed me to channel my energy into thinking about jujitsu, thinking about the moves, thinking about the class, thinking about what my body was doing in that present moment, right? Versus what I was going through in my personal life. So it really allowed me to channel all of my energy into just what I was doing and what my body was capable of doing. Now, when all of this started happening and the more consistent that I was, right, and the more I realized like this is really helping me on an internal level, on a mental level, right, that's when I started to notice, hey, my body is changing a bit. Um, my body looks a bit different. Uh, my clothes are fitting differently, which is cool, right? I felt it felt cool to just kind of see that happening, happening almost effortless, effortlessly, right? Um, but it was just a refreshing feeling of reflecting on. There was a time in my life when I so much fixated every single day on the scale being lower, on how perfectly clean I could eat on my workouts being on point and how my body looked and wanting to change my body so bad, right? But the reason why I lost 10 pounds this year, right, was not because I was fixating on all of those things, was not because I cleaned things up, was not because I, sure, I might have been exercising more, right? Moving my body more, burning more calories than I was consuming, right? Sure, that that also was happening, But the reason why I lost 10 pounds this year without really trying was because I stopped fixating on what my body looked like and I started focusing on how my body felt and what it was capable of doing. And that shift translated into everything else within my life. My confidence, my energy levels, how I interacted with other people, how I slept, what I felt like I was capable of doing versus what I felt like I wasn't capable of doing. And it's a really, really beautiful thing to be able to look back and know that I used to spend so much time fixated on wanting to change my body through all of these crazy drastic measures and trying them and never seeing the success from it, right? I always felt like my body was against me. Have you ever felt that way? And instead, when I took a step back and I focused on the internal part of me, the the part of me that really, really matters, my body changed. And it wasn't a magic fix, it wasn't a pill, (laughs) it wasn't a detox tea, it wasn't T1 sculpting gel like I talked about in my last podcast episode. It was the fact that I decided that I was no longer going to be victim in my life and that I was going to move the needle forward and doing things that made me uncomfortable. And I knew that, yeah, this is going to suck. I'm going to be tired. I'm going to be sore. 
I'm going to be, you know, feeling defeated because jujitsu can leave you feeling like you just suck all the time, right? But on all of those other sides of feeling that discomfort, right? That's where the physical changes started to occur. So really sit here and ask yourself that. How long have I been feeling like the victim against my body? Feeling like a prisoner, feeling like I'm at war within what my body looks like, feeling like I need to hide away in my clothes, feeling like I don't want my husband to look at me naked, right? How long have you been going through those things? And then ask yourself, how long has it been that you have focused on how your body is feeling? How are you feeling? Are you feeling fucking strong? Are you feeling fucking weak? Are you feeling tired? Are you feeling like, oh my God, how can this day, like this day is just dragging, right? Are you feeling ready to tackle everything throughout the day, right? Physically and mentally, how is your body feeling? And what is it capable of doing? That's the biggest thing that jujitsu taught me. My body showed me that, you know, you might not be a size six, But you can choke somebody out if you had to. You can defend yourself if you had to. Right? You can go against men and, and, you know, be okay. You don't have to feel like a victim. Right? And when I was focusing on everything that my body could do, like I said, guys, it translated into everything else in my life. It encouraged me to let go of careers and jobs that were no longer serving me it allowed me to forgive myself for making mistakes in the past right it allowed me to stop judging myself it allowed me to move on because I know that I am so much stronger than I believe and I know that every judgment that I feel on myself comes from that innate fear of not feeling good enough. So it taught me this past year so many different things. And when you're able to reflect on everything that your journey has taught you, right? That's what you need to focus on. I know you wanna look better in your clothes. I know you wanna feel more confident. I know you wanna wear that dress, right? I know you wanna look at a picture of yourself and you know, not pick yourself apart and look at all of your, quote, flaws. I know you're tired of doing that. And I know firsthand how that feels. But in order to stop doing that, you have to reframe every thought about yourself and your body. So instead of thinking, oh my God, my arms look so big in that fucking picture. Ew. Right? Think of it like this. Those are the arms that I hug my niece and nephew with, right? Those are the arms that can bench press a hundred and something pounds and make me feel so strong, right? Those are the arms that help me pick up my child, right? Focus on what it is that your body is capable of doing rather than just what your body looks like. And I promise you every single day work on that That is where you're going to start seeing 
more progress with your body. That's where you're going to maybe start losing more weight and feeling more confident in your skin and being able to wear that dress, right? That's when you're going to be able to have sex with the lights on. You got to work on all of those little things every single day and be so tired of feeling like that victim And that is where the success will come. And I promise you guys that. So I hope you were able to learn something from today's podcast episode. Share it with me on Instagram. Let me know what you learned. Let me know what you resonated the most with. You know, hearing how this podcast has impacted so many women is my reason for doing it weekly. Podcasts are a lot of work. They're a lot of work when you have your own business right? When you're juggling a lot of different things in your life, there are a lot of time in editing them and and the work that goes into them right now. And I keep showing up for you guys because I know that there's a woman out there who's resonating. And I know that there's a woman out there that is getting help from my podcast episodes. So when you are able to share it with me directly, or you share it on your Instagram or your Facebook or you leave the podcast a review on iTunes, not only are you helping yourself, right? But you're also potentially helping another woman out there who needs this podcast and to, and needs to hear the things that we're talking about. So thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. And if you are looking for a bit more of Lift, Nourish, and Thrive and the world of Julia Feliciano, Be sure to follow me on Instagram, Julia with two underscores Feliciano. And you can also find me on Facebook by searching for my private Facebook community, Lift, Nourish, and Thrive with Julia Feliciano. I would love to have you inside of our private community. I am in the process of kind of revamping that group a bit and learning what it is that I can do in that community to further help you with your weight loss, with your body image struggles, with your diet, with your mindset surrounding food, your workouts, and your body. And all you have to do is search for the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive group on Facebook with Julia Feliciano. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's podcast episode. It means the world to me. If you have any suggestions on what you want to me to discuss moving forward, please let me know. I would love to talk about it. So thank you guys once again, and I will see you in the next episode.